We are the people of your covenant, Lord. We believe because your love begot us. We live again. We are raised up from our sins by your mercy. No flood, no flood destroys us, not even death, but no water saves us, not even the baptismal bath without your grace and our response. Like Jesus, we are led by the Spirit. Please help us to live the promises of our baptism by working for the coming of the kingdom of God. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, See, I am now establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, all the birds and the various tame and wild animals that were with you and came out of the ark. I will establish my covenant with you that never again shall all bodily creatures be destroyed by the waters of a flood. There shall not be another flood to devastate the earth. God added, This is the sign that I am giving for all ages to come of the covenant between me and you and every living creature with you. I set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow appears in the clouds, I will recall the covenant I have made between me and you and all living beings so that the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all mortal beings. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, Christ suffered for sins once, the righteous for the sake of the unrighteous, that he might lead you to God. Put to death in the flesh, he was brought to life in the spirit. In it, he also went to preach to the spirits in prison, who had once been disobedient, while God patiently waited in the days of Noah. During the building of the ark, in which a few persons, eight in all, were saved through water. This prefigured baptism, which saves you now, is not a removal of dirt from the body, but an appeal to God for a clear conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. 
the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. A couple who had been married for 25 years. Uh, for the most part, uh, the marriage was happy, but uh, for many years now, it seemed that every conversation they had ended in an argument, sometimes very bitter fighting too. So uh, the wife suggested to the husband, uh, look, today is the first day of Lent, and we can't continue the way things are in our marriage. So why don't we pray for things to change? Why don't we pray that God will take one of us to home to himself, then I can go and live with my sister. <laughs> Although that prayer might be very sincere, it falls short of uh, Lent or Lenten resolutions. We know, of course, that Lent challenges us to make changes, to give up things, but also to pick up perhaps something that is uh, dormant within us. Uh, when you look, look up and you see this uh, tree, it is there because uh, of what Jesus says in the Gospel of St. John. I am the vine, you are the branches. So during Lent, of course, uh, we are invited to shed some things, some behaviors or attitudes or habits like those leaves. On those leaves, there are different things written uh, that we struggle with, anger, lying, laziness, and so forth and so on. They were actually written by our children from the Faith Formation Program. They, they were very honest in terms of what they're, what they're struggling with. And of course, as you see, some of the leaves are already f falling down. They're at the foot of, the, of the, the vine, basically signifying we want to get rid of them. Jesus wants us to be attached to him. So perhaps that's what we can do. And I mentioned it on Ash Wednesday, to make a stronger connection with him, making sure that we are more and more attached to him, to his life to what he left us with, what he taught us, and how to, uh, how to live. So, yes, it's good to get rid of things that enslave us, but pick up good things, good habits, that connect us more strongly to him, that connect us to him and to one another. So, what will those things be? For example, today we heard that God is offering us clear conscience. That's what St. Paul wrote, clear conscience. What sort of behaviors create clear conscience, conscience within us? What sort of thinking, what sort of actions and words create clear conscience? Paul, cha Paul challenged the early Christians, this is what you must have. This is what Jesus teaches you. So we hear today the story of Noah. Of course, we are familiar with Noah and his story, how he built the ark, because God told him that there will be a great flood that will destroy all, all living creatures. So, of course, he listened. He listened. He didn't say, oh, God is, God is just joking or he's not being serious. No, he listened. It wasn't raining when he was building the ark, but Noah had a vision to be prepared. So when the flood came, he and his family were saved. And they came out of the, the ark, as we heard, and new creation began, new start for all of, all of humanity. Just eight people, new beginning, new start. And God even made covenant with him at that moment. He said, I will put a bow, a rainbow in the sky, reminding, the, reminding you and all your descendants of the covenant I'm making with you. It's not the rainbow now, although certainly we, we frequently see it. It's the covenant, the new covenant that God made with us in the blood of Jesus. He shed his own blood to seal the covenant with us, that God invites us to a new life, new beginning. In baptism, and Paul said that in the second reading too, 
The great flood symbolized the baptism. Something died, but something also lived. In baptism, we die to our old self and rise with Christ to new life. That is the, the, the most important meaning of the, baptism, of the baptism we receive. So that's, that's what we are reminded of, new beginning. And Lent can be that. Lent is a journey. It's a gift from God to us. What will we do with this gift? How will we embrace it? Will we open it and look what needs to be done with it? Again, that's the challenge of this season. Jesus in the Gospel reading came to Galilee, as we heard, and said three words or three sentences. This is the time fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Believe, repent, and believe in the Gospel. This, in a way, summarizes his whole life, why, we, why he came, to make the kingdom of God present among us and to share the gospel, to invite us to repent so then we can believe. Repentance leads to something even greater. Repentance means not just saying, I'm sorry for my sins. Repentance means looking at everything in life from a new perspective, better perspective, better vision. So Jesus invited people to do that. And those who did, their lives were never the same. So as we continue with this celebration, let us ask ourselves, what will we do during this land? Ash Wednesday was only a few days ago. If we perhaps already broke some resolutions, it's never late to start again. Remember Noah and his family. New beginning, new creation. That's what happened. There is a story, a true story of Babe Ruth. I'm sure you remember. Uh, great, uh, one of the greatest, in fact, baseball players in history. Towards the end of his career, he actually uh, you know, plays still well, but sometimes he made more and more errors. So this one particular game, it was a home game. In one inning, he made uh, five errors that resulted in the other team scoring five runs. So after the, the last one, as he was heading back to the dugout, the people were booing him fiercely, and some of them even, even throwing insults, verbal insults at him. It was a horrible scene until a little boy climbed over the, the railing, ran onto the field, knelt down in front of him, and hugged his legs. At that moment, the whole stadium got silent. This, this great man saw this little boy with, with tears crying, uh, coming down his cheeks. He picked him up and gave him a big hug. So the whole stadium was silent. Why? Because somebody had the courage to do something that was against the majority there, to change the mood, the violent mood, or the ugly, angry mood into a loving gesture. So in a sense, that boy did what the family of Noah did, new creation, new beginning. He showed how a man of great, great reputation, great talent needed to be treated. Yes, he messed up, but... Overall, you know, how quickly people forgot all the accomplishments. 714 home runs, third on the list of all, all home runs. So, again, we see new beginning, new creation. That's what Noah and his family accomplished. And Lent gives us the same opportunity. So at the end of this season, we can see ourselves a little bit renewed, refreshed, more complete in the way that, that God calls us to be. So let us remember that image. We are the branches that are attached, that are called to be attached to Christ. But also we are called, and Jesus himself said it, that the Father, his Father is the vine grower, and he prunes 
He prunes every branch. So let us allow that pruning to happen within us, those leaves that need to come off so they can be replaced at Easter. Actually, they will be replaced with virtues like faith, hope, love, compassion, kindness, and all those things that Jesus calls us to live and to, to show. So let us continue with this celebration and let us make good plans, faithful plans for the season of Lent so we can have a joyous celebration of Easter and truly renew our baptismal promises the promises that, that are most serious that we can make on our life journey. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.